0: Hello, and welcome to Strange Talk with your host, Doc. Before we get into anything, I would like to just say my heartfelt sympathies to the people of Kentucky, the Marshall County High School, which had a shooting this week. I was very perplexed about one thing to do with the shooting, and it took me a while to figure it out. I was wondering, why have we still not found out the name of the perpetrator? Well, come to find out, this young man so far is being held in juvenile court, even though they filed paperwork to move it and charge him for murder as an adult. But until the paperwork is set, this case is still considered a juvenile case and they don't release the name of perpetrators who are juvenile. Even though I kind of find that kind of strange, because I know that in certain cases we have definitely heard of it. Columbine and Six Seconds, those two names were released. Uh, What really gets me is I say to myself, why hasn't anybody on social media who went to the school released the names on their Facebook or their Instagram or Twitter, you know, any kind of indignation towards this person. But it seems like there's a complete radio silence coming out of Kentucky. And I really wish these school shootings would stop. We've had three school shootings this week alone. There was Texas, New Orleans, Kentucky. And if I'm not mistaken, it's already the 11th of 2018. I don't know what's going on with these kids' minds where they feel so out of it, that not only do they want to bring harm to themselves, but they want to bring harm to everybody around them. This is not the way to end bullying. Bullying will not end due to school shootings. It just will not happen. So I just want to send my heartfelt sympathies to those families because... If two are killed and 17 are injured, that affects hundreds because each person knows people, and you've got aunties, grandmas, people you go to church with, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't want to hop on this topic but too long. I'm going to actually move on now because a lot of things have happened this week. Trump hires a deputy drug czar, a 24 year old gentleman named Tyler who who is already going to step down by the end of this month. He has a sketchy work record, which makes no sense. It seemed like nobody did that. They didn't vet this guy at all. And to place a 24-year-old in a position while we are in the heart of the epidemic. And I'm not saying that young people, there are some brilliant young minds in this world. There are tons of brilliant young minds. There are geniuses who are younger than 24, and we all know that to be true. But this guy, another unqualified placement in the Trump administration, who is also going to be gone, another person gone from the Trump administration, like they come in for a cup of tea, two seconds later, they're gone. I I don't understand what, what it is about... If Trump is incompetent and he's a billionaire, multi billionaire, and he has all these businesses, you would think that he would at least have an A plus staff. He would go out to hire the best of the best so that these best of the best could pick the best of the best. He doesn't even do that. He's just a lazy fat fucker. He doesn't even hire the best of the best. And I don't and I cannot understand this. Okay, so he signs off also to end the government shutdown. It was a three-day shutdown, but this is not a, this is not even a permanent fix. This is a temporary fix that we don't even know how long the shutdown is going to last. It could go in another three weeks, the government could shut down again if they don't get the paperwork signed. So we're always it's like we're constantly on this teeter tata and it's never, it's never balanced. It's always one side up, one side down. You know, it, it, every once in a while, you need to have teeter-totter right in the middle so somebody can hop on and off. But, you know, it's always the fat kid throwing the other kid, the skinny kid, off. Now, I'm going to talk about something else, and I found it very interesting this week. Vince McMahon says that he's bringing back the XFL. I was around for the first XFL in 2001. It was an interesting concept. I thought it was too WWE gimmicky at the time. I'm glad to see that he's pulling back on that. But one thing that I would have loved to see Vince McMahon do to make the XFL succeed, and he has a lot of things going in his favor now in 2018 that didn't work for him in 2001. I wish he would have sold ownership to other people. If he's going to own all eight teams, he can't lose. I don't even know how you have fair competition like that. But what he does have in his advantage is Facebook exists, Amazon exists, live streaming exists now. These are things that did not exist then. He can live stream. He doesn't need NBC, CBS, Fox, or any of that to make this league actually viable. And so for football fans, I think that's great. I mean, he's got some stuff that I don't like already. He's telling the players that they cannot have a voice. Do not, if you want to work here, keep your political views to yourself. But, okay, I understand he says keep your political views to yourself while you're playing. But what about everybody's social media? Suppose players have podcasts. Suppose players use their Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Will he now make them ineligible to be also players in his league? I don't know. That's something that we're going to have to see. And in two years, this whole players kneeling debate could be a dead issue. So I don't even know why he would bring that up in talks in 2018 for something that's not even going to exist for another two years. So I don't that one is is kind of uh, confusing to me. Well, he has a big weekend also. WWE is holding their Royal Rumble, first time that the women get to be showcased in a Royal Rumble. I love to see the ladies out there doing their thing. He has a lot of good female wrestlers. And it's nice to see that the spotlight in a sports, quote-unquote, feel can be shined on women also. So I hope the ladies have a great showing this weekend. And, you know, you get your good and you get your bad. Enzo Amore, who was a WWE performer, had to be let go. He had rape allegations against him. Naturally, he denied them. I wasn't there, I don't know, so I'm not going to vilify him until all the facts come out, but I'm just stating a fact that Enzo Amore has been released from the WWE. Now, I was hoping that somebody would have called in by now, because I would have loved to have been able to bounce this off and get their opinion. The big news in a lot of black circles, and I'm a black man, so it will be a part of my circle, is Monique calling for a boycott of Netflix due to what she conceived to be unfair pay scale. Now, I understand Amy Schumer is getting paid a lot. Dave Chappelle is getting paid a lot. Chris Rock's getting paid a lot. So we are talking about men and women and then a white woman versus a black woman. My issue with Monique is this. Who is really clamoring for Monique comedy specials? If I'm wrong, correct me. Let me know. If you are a person who is clamoring for this, I mean, first things first, it's the way I perceive it. You go on tour. You sell out major places. You kick ass at these tours. You create a buzz. And then... It becomes supply and demand. You could take your wares to Showtime. You could take your wares to HBO. You can go to Amazon. You can go to Netflix. You have all these places now if you are in demand. But as far as I knew, until she came up with this idea of protest Netflix or you're not black enough right now, which is bogus, I said to myself, I haven't even heard of Monique, really, since she did some Christmas movie about a year ago that was only okay. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. That movie was only okay. It wasn't even a one of those Christmas movies that you put in rotation each Christmas. It was no Christmas story, without a doubt. Now, I wanted to talk about uh, – well, I have a lot to talk about. Uh, I want to talk about um, – UFC. UFC has, this weekend, Jacare versus Derrick Brunson, two, which should be a good match. and uh, Jacare is always an uh, interesting fight, but the card is it's another one of these UFC cards that is not loaded. So, basically, for me, I will be just watching the major match, which is Jacare versus Derek Brunson. Uh, Sports-wise, this weekend is not the greatest because I don't do at all the NFL Pro Bowl. I don't even know. I mean, that's just a waste. Actually, I will be watching Netflix. I'll probably be watching a new show that I'm into now called Frankie and Grace, which I highly recommend. Uh, Frankie and Grace, Lily Tomlin. Jane Fonda two older women who find out after 40 years of marriage that their husbands are gay and dating each other and have been dating each other in secret for 20 years so the premise alone is kind of funny it's not hilarious, laugh out loud and funny at least not yet I'm only on episode 3 or maybe episode 4 but it's the concept of it first of all, seeing Sam Morterson and um, Martin Sheen as two gay old men in their seventies is bizarre. You know, I mean, Sam Waterston I really only know from uh, Law and Order S S V U SVU or Law and Order, so I've always seen him as a serious lawyer. Now he is the he is the more effeminate, soft uh, gay of the couple. So it's it's I I I say give it a give it a try, give it a watch. I also say, if you have a chance, watch Shy, the Shy. It's on Showtime. It's pretty good. I think we're up to episode three, so it's not Netflix. So you don't, you will not have a chance to do a marathon on this because there are not but so many shows. But you have three shows. If you haven't checked it out, I say check it out. Also, Black Lightning. Black Lightning is a pretty decent show, but. Black Lightning is doing something that I think is really a disservice. It's a huge disservice, Black Lightning. It looks like somebody's calling in. I'm just going to wait to see who this is.
1: Hello? It's Netboy.
0: Hey, Net, what's going on, brother? Everything's good. Okay, I was just sitting there talking about Black Lightning.
1: Okay, I I missed this week's episode. Okay,
0: well, I, I, I do have a problem with Black Lightning. I like the show. I am not liking how they are writing Black Lightning's ex-woman. Oh,
1: His man. ex-woman he's like he's is still white. in love with her and stuff like that?
0: Well, you know what? The love part I can get. After listening and on a daily basis listening to Eminem's uh, last album, yeah. you could still see a broken-hearted man relationship died many years ago, but it's not the love, it's the fact that she is almost every stereotype of a black woman oh. she wants him ballsless, she wants to dominate him if she, if it, if she does if he doesn't do it her way, she's out. I have no support for you and I'm tired of sisters being um portrayed like that all the time. It's, it's a disservice. She has to either, I, they could kill her character as far as I'm concerned <laughs> because we're not watching Black Lightning to not see him be a superhero. We're watching a superhero to be a superhero.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I think WB struggles with that, with the love secret of superheroes sometimes.
0: Yeah, you know, let him be loved. I don't care if they got drama. That's fine. But every second don't be him. Let it go. I mean, the world is crumbling. I mean, not wherever this place is, usually it's metropolis or Gotham and we know it's always New York. Yeah. But wherever this town is, this place is out of control. It's it's the south of
1: Chicago. <laughs>
0: okay. It's the South of Chicago yeah. and everything is hell. Now, you know, I just was talking about something and I would like you to mention this. What's your views on Monique and this Netflix thing?
1: This is what I feel. I feel like all right, five hundred thousand was low but if she if she was expecting to get Amy Schumer money, then she's living in a different stratosphere because when the last time you' ever seen the Monique's tour come to your town?
0: You know what? You just confirmed what I said. I just said that until Monique is killing it in 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 arenas on a tour where supply and demand where there's a demand for her. There is no uh it's like a, she did this Christmas movie about a year or so ago yeah, I remember. that was only okay. And then she wasn't even the star of the movie. It was other, it was like a, a ensemble cast. Yeah, it was a it was nine hundred black people yeah. in this Christmas movie. Yep. It was one of those. Yep. The only person that wasn't in it was Kevin Hart and Medea.
1: <laughs>
0: but every other black person that wasn't doing anything that weekend
1: was in this film. the movie, yeah. And then she, what got me was when she said she's the most decorated comedian alive. And I was like, oh, I guess other comedians that I didn't like, Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart died over the weekend. Oh, wow. Even the Whoopi most... Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg's still alive. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. You know, Steve, he ain't really my cup of tea, but Steve Martin's still alive.
1: Yeah, Steve Martin. Shit, Bill Coffey's still alive.
0: <laughs> I mean, this, okay, it's, it's like, okay, this kind of fits into this one. It's like the Damon Lillard. Yeah. There are so many other point guards that you. it takes you a while to get down to Damon Lillard. Yeah. Even though he's really good. He's not the first one you think about.
1: Yeah, if he was playing in the East, maybe, but in the West, there's so many guys that it's, it's, you can't fit them all in. Yeah, well, you know
0: what? He moaned, he groaned, he bitched his way right onto the All Star team. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> I think he gets now, looked over every year. But you
0: want to know? Here's something that's funny. Damon Lillett makes his sound and he's almost fooled the people to believe that he's never made an all-star team. This is his third.
1: Yeah. But he's
0: always as a reserve. But you know what? Reserve, you're still on the team. He's a reserve now.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, but he's not my favorite, but say it's a regular year. You wouldn't pick him over CP3. You wouldn't pick him over Steve Carey. You're not picking him over Russell. So he's already number four in his own in the West.
1: Yeah, you didn't even say Harden.
0: No, Harden makes (laughs) him fifth in the West. And let's not forget, when he was younger, Tony was still good. He was under Tony. So he was seventh in the West. You know, now you got, okay, now the the biggest mistake to me was New Yorkers are not going to like this. But I would have took Andre Drummond over Persingas.
1: I agree. Drummond's leading the league in the rebounds. So I don't know how to um, – he, and he's like the best offensive player right now. I don't know how they left him off. That's kind of messed up.
0: Persingas, I will give him credit. I give the devil due what he deserves it. The first three weeks of the season when Persingas was averaging 30 points a night, yes, yeah. yes, but have people looked at what he's done since, like, November? Yeah, it's like, what have you done for me lately? Since November, this guy some nights nice 12 points. Okay, he'll go off for 26, but then he'll give you 13. So the person I feel, the I even feel worse for Drummond than I do for George because Draymond Green is an all-star. Yeah. I, you know what? I will argue for Draymond, and I don't see who else you could take off that team to put to put Green. I mean to put George on. Oh you know,
1: he yeah, was, Yeah, they was complaining that George wasn't um, listed. I don't really know George's numbers. I know. I mean OKC has been underperforming, so maybe that's why George ain't on the team.
0: Yeah, what you, you can't take two
1: players from an underperforming team. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It, it it doesn't make sense. I mean, you got several teams that have two players. You got the Celtics that have two players. You have Cleveland that has two players. And New Orleans, I believe. New Orleans has two players, which only because they're the big guys. Yes. Okay, if you were going to take anybody, you just gave me my. Uh, you just thank you. Just gave it to me. If you was going to take anybody off the West, I guess it would be Cousins. But Cousins is ballin'. Yep. You know, it's, I mean, it didn't, the whole Golden State Warriors, basically their whole starting five is an all-star game.
1: Yeah, because Clay Thompson could say, hey, shit, what about me?
0: Yeah, well, Clay's in there.
1: Oh, Clay's an all-star? Oh, yeah. Is is. All-star. I didn't even realize that. I didn't even realize that. Clay,
0: Draymond, KD, and Curry. Matter of fact, they picked the teams yesterday, and I think the NBA really blew this. This should have been a T – what what station is that in? TNT. TNT? Yeah, TNT. TNT. Matter of fact, you could have had LeBron, Curry in there with the three Stooges. Well, four Stooges, actually. Yeah. You know, Kenny, Kenny, Shaq, and Charles. Matter of fact, clear them out because they'll just fuck it up. <laughs> I mean, matter of fact, get Kenny. The only one who can stay is maybe Kenny. But Charles and Shaq can't be there.
1: Yeah, it should have been done live. I agree because uh, no they, one knows how these picks was handled. All we know is Kevin Durant was first.
0: Yeah, we have – We they, this is what you call a waste of an opportunity. They have a thing called the NBA channel. Yep. Okay, you freebie people on TNT, you don't get it. But if you got the NBA channel, you get it. Because I wanted to see LeBron's face when he picked Kyrie Irving. That probably shocked everybody.
1: Yeah, <laughs> true, true. I, I don't understand because I was like, when I looked at the sheet and I was said, "Damn, how the hell did LeBron, Kevin, I mean Curry, allow LeBron to get, um, Kyrie? I mean, well, not, let's not say Kyrie. Cousins, Durant, and Davis. That's all the big men. Yeah, but you know what he wanted. He
0: wanted as many of his teammates as possible because he got Clay and Green. He said, Well, I'm 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 running with two. And he got Hal Horford and uh Pat, Carl Anthony Towns. He's got you know what? The West has like nine hundred point guards. Yeah. <laughs> nine hundred point guards. But he has b too, so
1: Yeah, but we don't know we don't know what Philly coach is gonna say, hey. No, Embiid is injury prone. He might be his minutes might be restricted. Well, here's the thing:
0: Embiid can give you ten minutes in the All Star game. Oh yeah, definitely. you do. You do not put him in that stupid rookie versus sophomore game at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That game zero 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 minutes. So we had Jason Kidd fired this week
1: too. Yeah, which to me I was like, damn, ain't it? For for him to have turned around the Bucs, for you to be get fired in the middle of the season, that's kind of messed up.
0: What I didn't like was, Jonas uh, is the one who told him. What kind of management do you got that a player on the team actually calls the coach and says, you know, you was just fired? Oh, yeah. They tell, no. I guess
1: they didn't realize that he was going to run and tell kid after they told him. Yeah, but you want
0: to know it's what they say is he's a big fan of kid. They 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 got Kismet. They they like each other.
1: Yeah, cuz kid reported that uh the Greek freak said basically what can I do for you to get your job back? Hmm.
0: Now that that that's insane. Uh what what's your thoughts on uh Vince bringing back the XFL?
1: I have no problem with the XSL coming back, but I had a problem with two things been said. One is now franchises. He's going to own the entire thing. So, to me, would you own an entire thing, people could talk about, oh, you want this market to win more than you want that market to win. That and not allowing anybody with any type of history of um, – he said even a DUI, you can't play for the league. So, he wasn't – Perfect characters, basically, in this league. Yeah, that's not football. But you know what? The first part
0: of what you said, it's almost like if you just repeated what I said already. Because I think that's a big fail. Vince should have franchised this out. First of all, you get the opportunity to have seven other owners. Yep. Could you imagine who some of these owners could be? You could have a Puffy as an owner.
1: Yep, because at could this have point teams to be what maybe a hundred million yeah think about it
0: you could have celebrities say uh a matt damon and a, uh what uh, uh mark Wahlberg wanted a team the the opportunity for other rich people who would be promoting because he has a huge advantage in 2001 that i mean 2018 he didn't have in 2001 and that uh, that advantage is he could stream live on Facebook. Yep. He could He could do this through Amazon. He could do this through YouTube. I mean, so as far as getting to the masses, he's not gonna. He doesn't need ABC, NBC. He could tell them unless y'all throwing a lot of money at me, get out of my face. Yeah, I agree. Just get out yeah. of my face. So he won't fail on ratings.
1: No, well I wish he would have discussed on how they plan to get players. Well, you know what? They have two years to get players. Now, I don't know what the
0: hell he's going to do. He's going to have the FBI come in and vet these guys? Because That's what I'm
1: saying, because uh, misdemeanor, I mean, I'm not, young black men get stopped by the cops all the time. So if you have a possession of, let's say, marijuana, you can't play football if I had marijuana charged eight years ago?
0: Yeah, you know what? He's going to have to come off on that. And you know who's going to make him come off on that? Coaches, yeah. Because what's going to happen is, what's going to happen is, guys that are cut from the NFL are going to say, "I'll play in the XFL," yeah. but it might be a dude that has a DUI. But he's he already say he's bringing a name. Say it's a guy bringing a name from the Jets, or the, I mean, from the let's go bigger than that, the Patriots, or or the Cowboys, or somebody like that. Yeah. But he's at the end of his career. He's no longer good enough, per se, for the NFL, but he damn sure would be the starting tight end on the XFL. And then I don't, like, I don't like Vince with his, you can't say anything political.
1: Yeah, nothing political. No, you got to stand for the... That's why I think he wants to own it, because if you franchise it, you have to allow the other owners and players to come and agree on the rules. If you own it, you can set any rules you want. And I think Bud's well, always been a type where he wants it done his way.
0: That is true. Now I will say this, man. Um, what kind of beer you drink?
1: Uh, right now I am drinking Stella's. Stella's, Stella yeah.
0: Doros. Yep. Okay. Because I was shocked to find out that Budweiser is not even in the top three favorite beers in America
1: anymore. Oh, for real?
0: Yeah, and and. I'm old school, and this is a shame, and it's embarrassing. But I have to be honest, or wouldn't be fair. I grew up an old gold guy. Okay, <laughs> you still to this day uh, it, in my neighborhood, Old English 800 was the beer of choice. Budweiser was considered a white guy's beer. Oh, right. Well, is it Old
1: English like a malt liquor though? Right, malt liquor. Old English will get you fucked up, (laughs) stumble, drunk, growing up. But
0: after a while, you develop a, oh man, I guess you develop like a second skin, and you can handle it. So, what got us off old go was the was the worst thing ever. The AIDS virus popped up, so we stopped sharing beers. Oh, (laughs) and nobody. Buys a 12 ounce Old Gold. Yeah, old yeah. Gold is only brought in one way: 40, 32 ounce and 40s. <laughs> you know, if, if if a guy's drinking a can of Old English, he is a real lowlife. Oh. <laughs> That's nobody goes out and buys a six pack can of O.E. Yeah. That's a, that dude is a that dude became a crackhead. Okay, <laughs> so. After, after we decided that we couldn't pass beers to each other no more, everybody was like, so what the hell are we going to drink? And you know what? Bud Bazaar had a nice little 16-ounce bottle, and we went to Bud. And then I eventually went to Coors Light, and then Coors Light was the worst. Now I don't even drink beer.
1: All right. Coors Light might be in the bathroom, like, immediately.
0: Yeah, I just don't even... You know what? I'd rather have a drink of booze if I'm going to drink than to have a beer.
1: Because sometimes I'll drink beer if I know, if I, know I don't want to like get really lightheaded fast. So I'll, I'll stick with beer.
0: See, I like... If I'm drinking, I like scotch. Oh, okay. And I, I go by that old stupid saying that really doesn't mean anything. You go from liquor to beer, everything stay clear. If you go from beer to liquor, you have never been sicker. Oh yeah, <laughs> because you don't know your tolerance. Because once you hit that drunk point, there's no come back. Yep. And and what happens is the beer loosens you up, and you can just think that you can just keep drowning alcohol. And you know, I, I don't, I have no points to prove when it comes to drinking anymore. Anyway, so.
1: Yeah, I'm the same way, but I, I do. So uh, sometimes I will go from from liquor to beer.
0: No, no. Liquor to beer is fine. Yes. It's, you know, You should never start off... Okay, put it this way. Say you're not a big beer drinker. You shouldn't drink four beers and then go to booze. Yeah. Because that'll be the night you'd be like, damn, why I get so fired up? Because yeah. you, you was already... Once you're not feeling... See, that's the thing. That liquor, that beer, and that alcohol make you stop feeling no pain. And that's why you go over your limit. Yep. But when you drink... When you drink booze first, after a while, beers start boggling. You'd be like, man, that's heavy. It's getting uh, warm. Yep. I don't want no more. Warm beers. And the, the last four years, and I don't even drink anymore, period, right? But my last four years, even going to Vegas, what I started doing was for every two or three drinks, I'll get a water. Oh, okay. Wait, for so Vegas? Only in Vegas
1: you'll have a drink?
0: Well, yeah. Okay. And I keep booze in my house. Okay. But I don't touch it. I don't, yeah. I don't. I just leave it. I let it sit there. I don't touch it. But I would always do that. And I started doing that about two, three years ago. Have three or four drinks, and while you sitting at that bar, I tell them, "Give me a water." Yeah. They look at you like you're crazy, but like, screw that. I'm paying. Yep. Give me a water, yeah. and this way you don't get one. You don't get that dehydrated headache. Yeah, that's the worst. That headache means that you're dehydrated, basically. Yeah. So to avoid that, you just mix it with water and make sure you eat and you should be good. There's a difference between drinking over thirty five and drinking at eighteen.
1: Huge difference. Hangovers later in life is a is a hell of a thing. It <laughs> takes it yeah. take longer to recuperate from.
0: Man, so Enzo is out, huh?
1: Yeah, that's messed up. It's funny, well, it's not funny, but it the, it seems like the girl's story is already being uh, refuted. But it seems like the, his problem was he didn't tell the WWE he was being investigated.
0: Well, that's insane. You would think that he would use their lawyers,
1: right? Uh, yeah, I would. I would think, or at least they could try to help and speed up, speed up the process. But from what I've been reading lately, is that this guy was really his character behind the scenes and it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way.
0: They could listen. I have never in my life heard of a cut this fast. It's like Monday morning. They discussed Enzo was suspended
1: Yeah. by Monday evening. Enzo was released. Yep. And I think that's because he, he didn't, he didn't tell him that for three months he was being investigated.
0: And see, I was, you know what? I think I think that's part of it too, because I think the WWE caught a lot of flack. Why didn't y'all do anything sooner? It's it's January. Y'all knew about it since October. They was like we didn't know anything. We you know nothing.
1: Because look, Richard Swann got suspended immediately.
0: Yes, and he ain't been back since.
1: Yeah, and he just come to find out his all his charges been dropped. So yeah, so this, he might he probably pop up. But if Enzo would have said something in October then they wouldn't have been blindsided.
0: Yeah, they wanted to. They didn't seem too happy with him. Now they can go in a different direction. My Did only you watch problem any... is
1: they he brings a lot of um he brings a lot of viewers to two oh five who they need someone else now.
0: You know what? The machine or like the new England Patriots say, it's always next man up. It's time for somebody to ride. I don't care if they have to mix in women over there.
1: Did you watch any of this
0: Raw 25th anniversary?
1: Oh, my did God. Did you go? the worst. Um, I'm, I'm so happy I didn't go. I, w- I waited to the last minute to purchase my ticket. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Raw after WrestleMania instead. I bought my ticket for Raw after WrestleMania. And I am so happy I did that because it was like three things that was good, and the rest of the show was sucked.
0: It. It was bad, almost beginning to end. The card game was just to throw as many faces as possible. Yep. And you and you understand now, seeing old wrestlers is as sad as seeing old rock stars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't
0: want to see old wrestlers with ponytails and the kind of ball spots. And, you know, Shawn Michaels, I don't know, it's time for Sean to get a haircut.
1: He didn't age well, yeah. He he did uh, all of drugs I guess. He didn't he did not age well.
0: No, I mean and you know what? Go to a better hairstylist. I mean he's, it's time to
1: let He's gonna hold hold of the hairstylist.
0: Yeah, it's time to let that go. I mean a little headband on the front <laughs> is not going to hide oh, shit, Sean. I felt <laughs> we bad can for see the in, uh
1: Manhattan Center though. They paid I think Manhattan Center Prices was $400 and up. Yeah. And and they got about 15 minutes of showing.
0: A lot of talking. Yep. And I still, I love him to death. I still don't know what the fuck. I mean, was he intoxicated? Did he do bad writing? What was with The Undertaker's whole thing?
1: Yeah, I didn't didn't understand The Undertaker. He wasn't even like in his usual gimmick. I was like, I I don't know what the hell. He had an Ultimate Warrior talk. I understand anything.
0: Ah, uh, now you can finally rest in peace. Well, they, you know, that shit was ten years ago. Some of it. Yep. So what are you talking about? And and people, you know, foolish stay online. Uh, I guess this means he's coming back. Nobody needs him and Kane running around at this point. That's
1: what I said. I said uh, there's been talk that they sh- they're working on a match for Cena and the Undertaker.
0: I was like, I don't think anyone wants to see
1: Cena and the Undertaker.
0: Yeah, the best thing. I'm glad you brought him up. I think the best thing about the whole evening was for the first time Elias got to shine.
1: Yeah, yeah. They he, Cena took the L to him, which was great.
0: Yes, and it looks like they can push that to be a match somewhere, Royal Rumble or something. I don't. Yep. I don't know the full Royal Rumble card, but I will tell you what. I think they hit the home run. WWE. I tip my hat. This mix match challenge thing. Is a winner. Oh, yeah. It's a 100% winner. I've never, I have not had so much fun watching wrestling in years when I see these performers look like they're having the time of their life and that shit comes right to the screen and it smacks you in the face. Watching Becky Lynch dance around like a lunatic just because she got a hat, that was beautiful.
1: Oh, I missed that one. Wait, yeah, yeah. They didn't fight already though. Her team. No, no. It's okay. just one. Of,
0: if you go to the, you go to the uh, <laughs> WWE Facebook site where yeah. they show the matches. Uh, Sammy sent her a, a gift. Oh, okay, okay. And it happened to be the same stupid hat he wears. And when she puts it on, she magically transformed into Sami Zayn. Okay. <laughs> and it's fun because you could see, you could see that she's having a ball doing it. Okay. Because think about it, we're watching Braun Strowman not say he's going to kill anybody. Yeah. He's just sitting there with this little lady, Alexa Bliss, and they're both just having a fun time. It's like, it's like you got your regular wrestling, and then you got this special thing. Yeah. And this special thing has a whole different life.
1: Yeah, I, th- you know, I totally a- agree. Oh wait, you know I I forgot to mention earlier when you said something about the XFL. Vince said he's trying to get the game down to three hours to two hours. He should do that with Raw. It's painful to sit through three hours of Monday Night Raw. He, you know what?
0: He's saying that because he knows that he's going to do this on, like I said, a Facebook or Amazon or something like that. He is not letting that advertisement dollar go from Raw. You could forget that. (laughs) Shit. USA, USA probably sits back all the time and go, what the fuck? Because I bet you those, uh, ratings fluctuate from hour to hour to hour. Yeah. And he's not letting those advertisement dollars go, man. He's like, no, I got USA under contract. They gave me three hours. I got 9 million people, man. Y'all do what y'all do. Matter of fact, Y'all talk it up. And he just brought back another talker, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho could waste 10, 15 minutes talking at any given day.
1: Yeah, that's true. They They, they really used him,
0: though. Oh, on the, the anniversary, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you got the, uh, like I said, you got the Royal Rumble this weekend, so we don't know what what's going to happen there.
1: Yeah, I just hope they, I just hope two things for the Royal Rumble. One, I hope they don't let Ronda Rousey in and win if she's in it, I hope she doesn't win it and two i don't I hope they don't stay away from an old wrestler winning or a Roman reigns winning again. Anything else I well, think I'll be fine with uh they
0: have to uh you know what I'm more interested in the women. we know that it has to be Oscar,
1: yeah. Yeah, i like, do be. we really need Oscar to win? We already know she's going to go to WrestleMania regardless. Yeah, but they
0: they she they gotta have her fight Charlotte.
1: Wait, she can't not, fight uh, Charlotte. She's she's raw. She would have to fight okay. Alexa.
0: Okay, well you know what? That's not going to be a WrestleMania. That one's not going to work.
1: <laughs>
0: that's not going to work. Unless because- they
1: change her brand, that's about it. They can't even sell
0: Alexa versus Oscar as, uh, you know, maybe somewhere or another something wacky happens and that damn uh, Carmella finally lose, gets rid of the briefcase because oh, at some point she's she got to get rid of the
1: briefcase. Yeah, eventually.
0: You know, but the Alexa-Oscar uh, thing is not going to fly.
1: No, no. no. I mean, I guess maybe if they say the winner of the Rumble could choose who they want to fight at WrestleMania.
0: And I think that's why I say, okay, you go that direction with Charlotte. And by then, you make sure Oscar has the belt, so it's champion versus champion.
1: Yeah.
0: Something to sell. I, I love the direction that the ladies are going in. I really do.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Especially, it's more of them now. So. Yeah,
0: and and there seems to be a super amount of talent. I mean, I hate seeing Charlotte do what she does. I hate seeing her do those blind moon salts off the top rope. I just hate it.
1: Yeah, I think those should be saved for big events. You shouldn't be doing those week in and week out. Yeah, it, only so many look, times you go hit that mat.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it looks so damn dangerous. Yeah. I mean, and, and and I just don't want to see her go out like that. You know, I mean. I was watching last week. I guess I was watching Raw's Greatest Moments. Yeah. And I'm looking at this Jeff Hardy do this blind moonsault off a 30-foot-high platform.
1: Oh, and yeah. And I'm saying to yeah. myself,
0: man, that was a different day of lunatics. We watched a 80-year-old a, a woman get powerbombed off a stage yep. to a table. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Mae Young might be the greatest woman wrestler who ever lived to today. I love Mae Young. Yes. <laughs> she was taking big bumps. She's taking bumps that men wouldn't want to take. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of myself. I'm saying I know this man's a professional and knows what he's doing. But I want uh Devon Dudley, I mean uh Bubba Ray, to do that move on me. Hell no. She's eighty something years old. He might have a. At the time, I have a bad hip,
1: and yep. she, no problem. Yep.
0: I take it. Yeah, I think he took it multiple times. Yeah, and Vince didn't give a rat's ass. He used them over. I mean, he used me over. You noticed that Mueller wasn't taking the bumps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, damn, May didn't even mind showing saggy titties and any. I mean, Mae Young was the maybe. She has to be in the top five and she wasn't a wrestler anymore. Yeah. Greatest women who ever walked in that door.
1: Yep. <laughs> what, you on, uh, what you watching on
0: what you watching on T V, man?
1: T V Uh I told you about the good doctor. They have another show which I don't I try to stay away from hospital shows, but the resident seems to be really good.
0: Where is the resident?
1: The resident is on Fox.
0: Never even heard of The Resident.
1: I think it's only two episodes in, but uh, so far, so far, so good. It Anybody stars... on the
0: show we know?
1: Um, have you ever watched the show Revenge? This probably wasn't your type of show. No,
0: I never heard of Revenge.
1: Right, Revenge was on Channel 7. It had like uh, five seasons. Really good show. So the main character in Revenge, she's like a co-star on The Resident.
0: Now, I watched... Uh... We talked about this, but, uh, I watched my, my, one of my favorites, how to get away with murder last week. I counted how to get away with murder. First 10 minutes, five different characters cry crying. Yeah. I'm talking <laughs> snot, crying. Yeah. The guy in jail, the young sister, naturally Annalise, uh, Oliver, the gay Asian guy, his boyfriend. So I'm wrong. I'm up to five already. Then you had, uh, there was one more person who cried. The the, the chick in the bed. Um, oh, yes, yes. Uh, the one who gave birth. Yeah, the one who gave birth, yeah. Oh, and Frank cried. Seven, uh, seven <laughs> of the nine characters had break and this was in the first ten minutes of the show. How I got caught up, a guy like me got caught up in such a soap opera, I'll never know. But I can't. I'm addicted to the show. But I they're would, crying
1: real tears for something tragic that's multiple tragic things that happened. Oh. listen. You don't. If you are
0: one of those what they call them, the Keaton Five plus Frank and and Blondie. Yes. You don't even want to wake up. In the, how they get out of bed in the morning? I don't <laughs> know. I yeah, mean, they like something. you, yeah, the like You would have to literally kick me out of bed. I, I gotta start another one of these days. What does I do? You just you, you you watch those movies where people fall on the street. They go wow. You know that real dramatic scene When you fall to your knees and it's raining you hold your arms up to the heavens You go why (laughs) That's that's what every character on that show Should just scream all the time Why (laughs) What did did I do in another life to deserve this shit Yep Now I'm watching a show I can't say it's for everybody The show is called Frankie and Grace It's a Netflix show
1: Oh yeah uh, I started uh, season one of that you have started that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I got turned on to that by somebody through my wife. You know, I was like, you know what? This is an interesting concept. Two people that's married 40 years find out that their partners are gay and been cheating on them for 20 years.
1: Yeah. I said, I got to see that. <laughs> it's now, a, it's a good am, script.
0: I am loving The Shy.
1: Yeah, The Shy is good so far. I only seen the first episode, but. Uh, That's good so far. The next two
0: don't drop at all. It just, oh, you know, like naturally those shows have to leave you with a little, who the hell is that? Because a character shows up and you know, he's powerful, but you don't know what his play is. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. I have no clue what this, this man is, who he is, what he is. All you know is he's something and somebody. Now, I have to give the ladies credit. I, I Last show, I kind of missed out, and I felt bad about this. I even apologized on my Instagram because I'll never let a moment like this pass again. The next time women have a march like that, I'm getting off my lazy ass, and I'm joining the women at their march. I don't give a damn. I got to do it.
1: Well, I had the flu. I couldn't go out, but my my daughter and my mom, they went out.
0: You know what? I th- I, I really feel... I don't usually feel bad about my actions, but I feel horrible that I took no action. And if men don't stand next to women, it seems like women are still standing alone. And and I, I'm not that kind of guy. I blew
1: that. on I think the last time we spoke, you were talking about uh, Mary J. Blige. Yes. And then the next day she got an Oscar nomination. Oh, okay. So, so I'm well, like, you're okay. the good luck charm for Mary J. Blige.
0: Okay. Well, now Mary will lose the Golden Globes, the Sas, <laughs> and the Oscar. Because it looks like this lady from I Tanya is doing the sweep.
1: Uh yeah, yeah Jenny. Wait, wait, Jen. Oh, yeah, the the, the she plays the comedian in mom's, yeah.
0: Yeah, Alice and Jenny. She yeah, yeah. seemed to be doing the sweep. So it looks like when it comes to that, you might as well forget it. Matter of fact, the young man that's in Mudbound with Mary, he's one of the lead characters in the show, The Shy.
1: The Shy, yeah.
0: And uh, I, can I, wish, I got a
1: question. Shoot. If you had, if you, would you watch something, a fictional show about 9 11? Fictional
0: about 9 11? Yeah. No, a documentary, yes. Fictional, no.
1: Okay, there was a fictional movie that came out about five people being stuck in an elevator inside one of the towers. It got bad reviews because people didn't like it, that it was um, fictional, and it was starring Charlie Sheen, of course. But I thought, I watched it um, yesterday. I thought it actually was a good movie.
0: Oh, wow. Now, it wouldn't have anything to do with Charlie, that I wouldn't watch it. Because I think, if you know, I'm not asking you to give me any endings, but... I'm thinking it's going to end the same way that it would end in real life. So you could give me the story of five real people.
1: Definitely, Be- definitely. But because I, when I watched it, I didn't realize it was fictional until midway through the movie.
0: Okay. Because I like started right googling now, names. Right now, I have on on tape, but I have not started Waco and
1: the assassination
0: of Versace. Yeah,
1: You have to watch them both. Waco started. Waco started
0: maybe a day or two ago. I have a T-Vote. I have not started either, but there is no – I am not watching the Pro Bowl Sunday. And let me see, what do we have on tap for Sunday? The biggest basketball game on tap for Sunday is OKC and the 76ers, which I can pass. So Mm -hmm. I think I'll be watching – a back to back uh Versace. I had two of those and one Waco. I'm I'm if, definitely into those.
1: If you have the time, check out this Netflix series called Drug Lords.
0: Drug Lords.
1: Yeah, it's a it's, it's a one hour show about various different different drug laws throughout different times. And I mean I watched the Frank Lucas one and I'm like, damn, this guy's still denying he rat it but it's, it's just amazing but the first one was like on um What's a very popular Mexican guy?
0: Uh, uh, Chapo?
1: No, before Chapo. I mean, Colombian. Colombian. Oh, that would be Pablo Escobar. Yeah, so that was their very first episode was on Escobar.
0: Okay, so is it a documentary or is it like a film?
1: No, it's a documentary. It's called uh, Drug Lords, and uh, I think it's one-hour episodes dealing with different – each episode deals with that uh, drug lord at that time.
0: You know what that's right up my alley because i got i forget what station it is, but I have one station on t v that I watch uh what is it the greatest mafia hits or yeah uh, gangsters most evil or some shit i mean i I'm one of those freaky guys now i don't I don't like n p r radio, but I could literally if if it was a difference if I had to choose between just watching documentaries or watching television, I would pick documentaries every time. I don't know what it is.
1: I yeah, mean, a documentary could be, if it's done right, could be awesome. Like, I thought that Black Panther's one was done right. And to this day, I'm still telling people. I'm still recommending that to people.
0: I watched that on your recommendation, not realizing that I had seen it when PBS actually aired it the first time. Oh, okay. But I enjoyed it so much that the shit made me, I watched that. Then it made me watch Malcolm. I mean, I couldn't even watch Malcolm. I know I'm getting old now. I couldn't even watch Malcolm in one day. I had to break Malcolm down to two days. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's like a three hour and 20 minute film. Yeah. Yeah. Now Malcolm, see,
1: Malcolm I, I, uh, I call it before I call it Malcolm little. I mean, Malcolm little, that's yeah, yeah, Malcolm Little. It didn't Malcolm X. That's how you break it up the two. Yeah, and you know what? I enjoyed Malcolm Little, and I
0: enjoyed Malcolm X. Yep. It's just that last five minutes. I say, okay, Spike went too long with that. I I, I barely needed the Mecca
1: part. With the de- oh, the Mecca part, yeah, that was that was kind of long. You know, but. The rest of it,
0: I, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But every time you see that, you go, how did Denzel not win an Oscar? That man actually became Malcolm X.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. How did he not I, win an Oscar? I always say for black people, you have to go above and beyond to get a damn Oscar. Win. Because some of these movies I look at, like a pianist, I couldn't make it through the first five minutes. Um, The movie with the first Batman, Michael Keaton, he won... I think, for something Bird.
0: Oh, was, oh, yeah. The Return of the Bird or some shit like that. That was
1: one of the worst movies I've seen in my life. And I was like, he won a fucking Oscar for this.
0: Now, I've, you brought that up. Here's an Oscar winner, an Oz character. I'm trying to get into this show. Counterpart.
1: Counterpart. With
0: Schillinger, J.K. What oh, yeah. Yes. Is- it looks good. You know what? The first episode was fantastic, but this is one of those shows that I have to watch on the off hours, the first episode, and usually it's me who bailed. My wife bailed mentally on this, and she has no (laughs) interest. So I I have one taped, and I think this is a star series. And I like the idea that you have another you in another universe. Yeah. And that's all this is about. There's another you living the same, the same, you got the same children, you got the same wife, but just a different reality. And there's this secret door between the two and nobody's supposed to ever go through it. Yeah. So I I, I can't wait to see part two, because especially since the guys are so different, one's a killer and one's a nerd. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh wait, so they live the same life, but in a different universe, there's something else. Yeah, they got the same exact wife and everything. Okay. But because of
0: circumstances on the other side of the door, you live a different life. Okay. Say you got a house and a picket fence, they might live in a uh, they might live in Hollywood.
1: Okay.
0: But it's it's still you, same exact DNA, same exact. You're both share memories. Okay. What you would think is memories, you would say, okay, maybe those were dreams or fantasies, but you actually did it on the other side.
1: Oh, okay. I'm going to check it out. Uh, the
0: the Oh Yeah, I mean, I'm only one episode through, so I can't give it like a thousand thumbs up or anything like that, but I do find it to be at least a little interesting. All right. Man, I had, uh, this was doctor's week. Actually, doctor's week. A matter of fact, hey Dr. Beth, how are you? She says she's gonna listen into my podcast, so right. I give her a shout out. She didn't say you don't talk about me. I was like, no, no, I don't talk about you, but I'm saying hello. If you do tune in, now, I would, I'm Ned, do you have phone rules? I mean, is your child at the age that she has
1: cell phone? Nah, she's only six.
0: Okay, so no
1: cell phone yet. So I got a house phone that she used to call her grandmother. That's about it. Tablet? She has a tablet, yeah.
0: Do you have
1: rules
0: about time spent?
1: Yeah, that's we what only, i kind of only allowed uh, three hours a day and only on the weekend. So Saturday and Sunday she gets three hours. However, if she miss if she leaves something at school, she lose a day.
0: Oh wow! Because I found out about this thing that I didn't even know existed, that there was a word for it. Nomophobia. It's an addiction. They actually stated as a phone addiction that people become unhappy when they're unable to be near a charged phone or tablet. Oh, my God. That's crazy. So you want to see somebody freak out? Let their phone go dead. Let the tablet go dead, and they will go around and even speak to people in the office they don't normally talk to. You got to charge charger?
1: <laughs>
0: we are so connected. I was watching a program the other day, and the mother was, like, calling everybody to dinner, and they were sitting five feet away from us. Say she's in the uh, kitchen. They're in the living room. Dinner's ready. Nobody lifts their head up. Dinner's ready. She actually had to text her family. Dinner's ready. And they all hopped up and went to the table.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's reality Wait, that? today. Yeah, that's reality. Yeah. It's insane. It's
0: I'm not, not going to lie. I am not going to sit here and lie. There are times when I, the TV's on and it's a show we like. My wife's got the tablet in front of her. I got my phone doing something in front of me, and it, this is life. Yeah. You know, sometimes, wait, I'm, not,
1: I'm not always on my phone, but if I leave my phone home, oh my God, I'm like going batshit crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we don't, we, we cease to function. Yeah. I mean, there's things that we want to check. And I don't know why, but some of these things we want to check several times a day. I don't know why I got to go by ESPN during the day four times a day when there's no sports on, but I do it. You know, TMZ is in my life only because of my cell phone. Yep. Because I don't, you know what is funny? I have things that I check on my phone that I don't check online. I never go to TMZ online, but it's an app on my phone. I press
1: it. Yep. I, I, I always look at TMZ, too, because I was like, TMZ, no matter what, they are always first to, like, breaking news. I don't know where the hell they people be at, but they be getting some some breaking news all the time. Even sports. So yep. it'd be great. And and you know what? I want to give a shout-out. We
0: were talking about this Women's March. Ladies, if you haven't heard it, there's this female called Haley. No, Halsey. She did a poem at the Women's March. I don't know which one. It could have been Washington, New York, or L.A., but it was a beautiful poem. It's a to-be-listened-to poem. Now, Nick, yeah. you know what, I, what I've been getting into, and I don't know if you've ever heard of it at all. It's called UK Grime Rap.
1: No, no, i never heard of that.
0: It's... It's their version, I guess, of what you would call gangster rap, but they call it grind.
1: But in it UK? I,
0: yeah. The reason I listen to it is it's interesting just hearing the accent. Totally different slangs. You know, because they talk like a sweatsuit over there is a trainer. Oh. <laughs> or that's what they call it, sneakers. Right. They, you know, like here we call them Jordans and stuff. Yeah. They would be like, "Hey, you got some fresh trainers on?" Oh. You know, and and just to hear all these young black men, and I'm talking super Britishy, it's just bizarre. I, and 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 it's not as materialistic as ours because none of their rappers have the kind of cash where they they dipped in diamonds. Nobody yeah. over here dipped in diamonds. <laughs>
1: Have it's to check not it out. A gun what do you call that? Uh, like YouTube? YouTube. You could just put
0: in UK Grime Rap. Sorry. And there's one that actually has like the top five. And they got bizarre names. They try to take, uh put a play on like American guys' names. You know how American guys steal old Italian gangster names, and yeah. then they just steal American guys' names. Yep. But there's one guy over there who's like, I guess he's the notorious battle rapper. He's a big guy. He attacks every other rapper over there, and he's quite good. Well, that's the but one
1: talent. sometimes I can't get with the accent though. But I oh mean, no, stop. forget the, you know what they are killing?
0: The every beat over there is a banger. All right. Now I was trying to find this Canadian rap. But Canadian rap is, like, almost horrorcore gangster. They took it to, like, a whole nother level. Why don't you just get Drake pop up? No, no, no. And it's so hard. Canada, I don't know. I think Canada suppresses what comes out of that country as far as, like, social media goes. Because I've seen the Canadian movies, like, the documentary about the projects in Canada. Yeah. And... And the music, the soundtrack to it is banging, but you can't find the soundtrack online to save your life. But, I mean, they talk about shit like taking machetes and cutting you piece by piece. See, that's the kind of rap they're into. Oh, Oh, no, we're gonna pluck your eyeballs out and then feed them to your mother and (laughs) that kind
1: of stuff. Oh, Sam, I have to look into that. Yeah,
0: yeah, but check out that uh, stupid-ass... Grime. All right. UK, UK grime. grime. Grime or Grime? Grime. G R I M E. Alright. All right. Like I guess they're saying grimy. Okay. And you could tell that well see here's the difference. Every brother that's in the UK came by way of Africa or the islands. Oh yeah, of course. So so they they got a double accent going. They got their home country accent plus that British. Accent. And, and they're usually from poor neighborhoods, so the poorer the neighborhood, the more the accent. All right. It's nothing refined. You're not going to find, like, uh, can I get a cup of tea, Joe, kind of guy. <laughs> this <laughs> shit's going to be, like, you know, it's going to be guttural. And I think, and that's what I was spending all morning listening to. I was, like, just out of fun, it's a curiosity. Yeah. Because what you call him kind of turned me on to foreign rappers, uh, Tech 9 Okay. When he did his uh, Worldwide Choppers. Can't understand four or five of the guys on the record because one's Dutch or something, but I just found it interesting. Well, Nat man, it is great having you today, man. I really, really appreciate it. You made the show. Oh, uh, thanks, man. No, no, you really made the show. You made it you made the flow very well. I do appreciate it. Man, you be good. You have a great weekend, my brother. I right, have a good one. I'll be back. Okay, and I'll yeah, you're always welcome. Always right, thanks. welcome. Thanks, appreciate okay. it. Okay, no problem. Well, this is Doc. On behalf of Strange World with Doc and my special guest host today,
1: Netboy, I'm just going to tell you like I always tell you people, peace.